Welcome in to the Dream Team Fantasy Podcast, where we love Lil Michael. Uh, kind of sound like Lil Michael. Yeah. Looks a little like Lil Michael. <laughs> a little bit. Not really. Lil Michael is darker. The, the little part. It's the nose. I look like Lil Michael, but with the old Michael's skin color. <laughs> <laughs> I am Derek Escabel. You know me. And you like it raw. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yam, shimmy, yay. Oh, baby, I like it. And then we have Hugo Burr. You gotta add that Burr in that in there, cause that man's so cold, cold bloody, cold blooded. <laughs> and then joining us in the third seat, we have Joshua Chowder Fleener, the dinosaur man himself is back, Mister Six Nine, Mistress. Oh, that was his number. Oh, I thought you were calling him a rat. No. Uh, okay. Ch- Chowder's forever 69 of me. Yeah. I hope I shoot that this weekend. <laughs> He's talking about golf, people. If you didn't know. Got um, a Denver um, Amateur Tournament this weekend. Yeah, I just want to make sure people aren't thinking that you're doing porn or something. Or uh, shooting maybe. someone. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Either one. Uh, but welcome in... We're back to football this week. Uh, last week was fun, but it's back to business. No, nobody guessed what money can't buy, right? Mo Dog tried to, couldn't do it though. Happiness. And then I found I, out. I, I had a happiness. I had someone tell me happiness, and uh, I'm like, it's not happiness. Uh, um, and then I figured out that Mo is 35 years old. I don't believe it. Still think he's he's either 19 or 62. Uh, Depending on the day. Yeah. <laughs> he has the cowboy hat on, I think 19. Cowboy hat off, 62. <laughs> but anyways, welcome in, everybody. Uh, I don't know if they'll sue us, but I'm going to turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that band is still has members. I'll leave it at that. Uh, We're going to get into it. So we didn't get into news, obviously, last week. So we didn't talk about Julio Jones being traded to the Tennessee Titans. New home. New home for... uh, Better situation. Definitely not. Good home. Maybe a good home, but not a better situation for fantasy. Um, Anyways, they traded a second rounder as well as a... Was it a fourth and a sixth swap? Yeah. Okay. There's a... There's conditions on it, too. Yeah, so... Yeah, but uh, either way, that's a that's a steal, I think, because um, Tennessee, if they would have exercised the fifth year option on Corey Davis, they would have paid more for Corey Davis than what they're going to be paying Julio Jones this year. And it's a steal when you think about a couple years ago, the uh, New England Patriots traded a second rounder for Mohamed Sanu. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely a lot better in this in this situation here. Yeah, you'll take a. A B stash receiver for a second round, like right now. The Hall of Famer. Yeah, well, there really wasn't any second round receivers taken this year, was there? Yeah, Elijah Moore and Rondell Moore. Would you take Julio over them? In fantasy or in real life? Period. In real life, yeah. Both. In real life, yeah. Um. In redraft. Redraft definitely Julio. 
See, Dynast- so Dynasty. Dynasty is the only one that I would think about. One of the, just the two of wars. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know Tennessee wise. I don't know if I think AJ Brown kind of stays more of the same. Julio is, you know, my take on it. I think it's a little bit worse than his Atlanta situation. I, Still gonna be good though. Derrick Henry's gonna be Derrick Henry. The main winner in Tennessee is Ryan Tannehill. I think the main winner is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Because he, it's a split. I mean, the whole team can't be winner. much more of a winner than two thousand yards, guys. Okay, three thousand then. He's not going three thousand. He, he's not, but he's not gonna be facing. Eight man boxes, how he was. He wasn't because Corey Davis he was. was there. Corey <laughs> I guarantee you, Davis. look back, he was probably at least 60% against eight man box. Probably even more. I don't yeah. know about that. But, anyways, Tannehill's a big winner in Tennessee for, for fantasy wise. And then on the other side, <clears throat> I think Kelvin Ridley stays pretty much the same. Russell Gage now becomes the wide receiver, too, there. So. It's definitely a name to keep your eye on. Um, Are there any losers? Matt Ryan. For sure. Uh, what about uh, who was supposed to be the receiver in number Josh, two? Over Josh in? Reynolds. Yeah, Reynolds. Yeah. I, I, I still feel like... Uh, he was more of like a sleeper late round pick. But. Yeah, I, I, I still would take a chance late in the draft on him because... Uh, you never know. Injuries. Really? Because he's sitting in a dynasty draft that you're in right now and you haven't taken a shot on him. So Hey, he's, <laughs> if he's there and he's my second to last pick, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see on that. Um, Not if I get him first. Today, well, he's up next, so there's no possibility of that. Uh, today, there was the news report that Tua had thrown <laughs> four interceptions in a practice. Was very rainy. So give him benefit of doubt, maybe. But here in Miami, you're playing uh, in the rain. Uh, yeah, I don't know on that <clears> one. Yeah, I'm. I'm still not concerned. I believe in Tua. I don't. I will say that right now to make it clear. Um, he he was saying that he wasn't that comfortable last year with the playbook, and uh, that he's like ten times better with his hip this year than he was last year. So hopefully that confidence like comes out. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Not having Fitzpatrick behind him, that's going to get put in if he starts struggling, takes a little off too. Yeah, for for sure. Uh, so weapons there too. So yeah, it's going to be a weird team. Um, that's again, that's a boomer bust team. I feel like. And then uh, Matt Nagy came out today and said. There's no chance that Justin Fields starts week one. What? I don't know what? if I buy it. Uh, yeah, he said Andy Dalton's our starter. Oh, wait. And uh, I said I said that he was going to start the season. Dalton? Yeah. I still so don't believe it. I'll even stick after with this. it. Even after this, I don't believe it. Um, yeah, I think Justin Fields is going to play better in the Andy Dalton. training camp and preseason. I don't know. Because there's already been some good reports from Justin Fields coming out of Chicago. So, uh, me having Darnell Mooney in a few leagues, I'm hoping so. Uh, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he... Matt Nagy's a, a known liar at this point, so... <laughs> don't believe anything that comes and out of his mouth. And he's a quarterback. 
I saw I saw a video of him. Oh, that dime that he threw, dropping a dime in practice. It was like a forty yard bomb at that. <laughs> this year? Yeah. I don't know if it was this I, year. I think but it was. He just right into the back of the end zone, straight over the defender's shoulder. Oh shit! It, it was a dime. <laughs> I, I think on the post that I read, it was like they had their franchise quarterback all along. <laughs> the coach. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we. I don't know what's going to happen with that. Still think Trevor Lawrence is obviously starting. Zach Wilson's obviously starting. Mm-hmm. We'll see about the other rookies. I think Cam will start too. I think Cam will start as well, but we'll have to wait and I don't see. Know, did you see the videos from their camp? The ones in the, where he's throwing the end zone passes? And he couldn't make anything? Yeah, but yeah. I Mac Jones can't start wearing number 50. Uh, I think you got to bench him just for that. Uh. <laughs> Isn't that a Patriot thing where they give their like number one pick the fifty jersey and have they have no. to like earn their number or something? I have no idea, but it just looked so weird. It did. Um, so yeah, there's <laughs> there's a lot going on there. Uh, I still think Jimmy G starts the season, and then was that it for the? Yeah, that's it for the five. Yeah. Um, we'll have to wait and see though. A lot of you know, pretty much non stuff. Cortland Sutton not going to be on the pup list to start training camp. It's good news. And I don't know. I don't think I have anything else in terms of news. So with our sorry talking about Julio Jones, we're gonna jump into our first topic, which is the best wide receiver tandems in the league. Julio Jones and AJ Brown have to be in the top five, for sure. Um, but who are some other tandems we like out there, real life and fantasy wise? Let me think. Metcalf Lockett. Metcalf Lockett is uh, definitely a, a nice one. It was rumored almost to be a trio because they said that they were going to go after Julio, but that never never panned out. But I mean, I I still feel like you have to like the uh, Cup and Woods in L.A. That's the yeah. very underrated one at this yeah, point. Yeah, with, with Stafford there, like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like they're only going to get better than than what they were. Yeah, you have to obviously throw out Thielen and Jefferson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to think. Who are some other good ones? There's a lot of good Cooper receiver CD. duos. Yeah, Cooper CD. Mm-hmm. This was four years ago. Hopkins and AJ Green. Oh, <laughs> that would be um, a really good one. But it's not four years ago. NFC West has some good tandems there. I mean, you can Debo still need to prove it a little bit more. Yeah, a couple I still, still want to see what uh, Sutton and Judy could do together. I I feel like like Debo, IU, Sutton, Judy. Uh, Higgins and uh, Chase they're all kind of in the same ballpark they gotta prove it yeah like young duo that could potentially be top of the league Joe Burrow came out today and said that T has really been impressing him in practice and everything uh, he just looks looks different and better from last year I mean he was having a really good rookie year before Burrow went down so mm-hmm. that's kind of scary when mm-hmm. you think about him and Chase possibly being together to- for f- four or five plus years. I think coaches told him to get stronger. Oh, what, 
What about Evans and fucking Godwin? Evans and Godwin is still a great duo. It's just hard because they have so many weapons there right now. I almost don't want to touch them in redrafts just because of that. But Evans is becoming a value. Yeah. Um, He's just consistent. Doesn't yeah. Doesn't drop much. He's pretty much guaranteed 1,000 yards. He's going to put up close to double-digit touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Evans is a beast. Godwin's going to be that big slot receiver. Um. A duo that I'm actually looking forward to seeing in terms of fantasy value and just how they fit with Trevor Lawrence is going to be DJ Chark and LaVisca Chenault because they said uh, Urban Meyer didn't like what he saw from Chark. He said he was too small. So he gained he, weight. Huh? Yeah, he put on like 15 pounds of muscle. And then from everything I've been reading that LaVisca Chenault's just impressing the coaching staff each and every day. So watch out for them too as a duo. Yeah, especially, like, uh, LaVisca Chenault, like, getting more options, like, how Curtis Samuel would, mm-hmm. um, like, getting some more runs, getting, uh, like, Wildcat, like, I don't know, touches. Yeah. That's even a duo that you could talk about is LaVisca, or not LaVisca, Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of good duos, man. Especially with Fitzpatrick there. You know he's just going to sling it. <laughs> so, oh, uh, I... I saw this uh, a picture of Ryan Fitzpatrick where he was holding up like a little chalkboard. Yeah, like, like yeah. his first day of school. Yeah, and it's like, my friends are Curtis, Curtis and Terry. And Terry. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, hopefully those are his friends for the, for the hey, whole year. But, but they did say in the football team that it's a open competition for a quarterback. All three, all three quarterbacks are... Who's uh, the third? Allen. Oh, they still have him? Yeah. Um, I like, I, I, especially what I saw from the playoff game, Heineke. Yeah, he, he, he balled. He looked good. They were probably, other than the Packers not going for it on that fourth down, the closest team to knocking Brady out of the out of the playoffs last year. So um, if you're in a dynasty, especially a super flex league, I would definitely try to have him on a on a bench spot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's is there any wide receiver tandems that you would be okay having on your your team just like, like both players yeah because i know there's been a couple of times this year where i've had cd lamb which i've had him pretty much in every single team i'm on and amari yeah. cooper i just love him but like i've passed on amari cooper even though i thought he was the best value because i didn't want both of them did you have Dak too no i was about to say mold dog's favorite team right there that would be but uh is there no. any I think Thielen and Jefferson would be one that you'd consider. Yeah, for, for, to have both on your team. For for me, um, I wouldn't just because I don't take receiver that early, uh, typically in in my drafts. Are you um, so you're specifically talking for Jefferson and Thielen? Yeah. So like one that I was thinking of was uh, like Sutton and Judy. Sure, I'm a Bronco fan, but like where you get them in the draft. They're like, going to go pretty close to, to each other, yeah. though, so you'd be taking them back-to-back rounds. Um, if they're your receivers, like, three and four, maybe, but uh, mm-hmm. you would definitely need to have a very solid wide receiver one to back that up. I'm trying to think of who else. Uh... I'm trying to think of someone who would be, you know, that you could take early 
and then pair him up with someone later on. But I can't really think of anybody. AJ and Julio. McLaurin Samuel. Could. Yeah, but it's just hard to say because it's just like you just don't want to have that dependency. Especially because it's like if more than likely if one of the guys is balling out, you're having a lower score in your other spot. So Mm -hmm. whether that be a receiver or flex spot. So, yeah, I mean, just... maybe that DK and Lockett. Maybe, because Lockett's going. He's a catchy he, machine. He's getting... He goes late in the draft. He's just so hard with Lockett because it's like he can disappear for weeks and then he'll blow up and have a 30, 40 point game. And those yeah. are the ones you love. Yeah, yeah. But then sometimes it's like, oh, I didn't start him because he he's had, four, had games. four games where he disappeared. So it's just hard. Lockett's such a talented guy, but yeah, I don't think there's any duo that I would necessarily want to have. If it fell that way and there was a value I couldn't pass up, yeah, but I don't think I would want to take a tandem, even that AJ Brown and Julio. Yeah, no, that one's pretty enticing. AJ's the one you get early on, Julio comes around. Sixth, seventh, eighth round. I don't think he's gonna be going that late in redraft, though. I really don't. Yeah, like now that I'm thinking about it, like, um, wh- where you would be drafting the players, it'd be pretty hard to get, like, really good receiving tandems. Yeah. Like, no, I think you're better off going number one guy on two separate teams. Yeah, anyways. and like, I-, I feel like the CD. And uh, Amari Cooper one would probably be the best one that that you could get. And it's that one just because it's like they're such a high-powered offense with a terrible defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even then, I just don't think I could really pull the trigger on that one. Uh, I just I can't do it. Can't yeah, it'd, it'd be it'd be tough. Lots of duos, just not ones that you want on your team together. No, no, don't do it. Don't duo it up. <laughs> it it always kind of sucks too when uh, bye weeks like I don't know if 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 you do like if you did the Judy Sutton like if you were late in the in the draft mm-hmm. or like a uh, later position in the draft and you got him like that's your maybe one and two receiver I think missing I, the same week. I think I'm just gonna say screw it and. No duos, but I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Deontay, Claypool, and Juju in my redraft leagues. So. I'm going to take all three of them. So. Uh, I feel like I like Deontay Johnson the most out of all three. Just like, especially a, in a PPR. He's a drop guy. I don't like any of them. No? Uh-uh. I don't think I'll have any of their receivers on my team. Like, fuck. I have Juju, but that's just because I think he's proven something this year. He has he's to. Legit. He's working for his next contract. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say, but I just, with Big Ben being older, them having the three receivers, now Najee Harris, Ebron, Pat Fermuth, like there's just a lot of people there. So it's just like hard to say. I think Deontay... Deontay is the one I would take just because he gets a lot of targets from Big yeah, Ben. He, he had 10 double-digit target games. That is a lot. That's a lot of targets. So he Killed it in PPR leagues. Yeah. Yeah, but then there was those couple weeks where he was just dropping everything and got benched. 
I was about to say, and like, he kept getting killed your th- team. threatened from, uh, what's his name, Mike Tomlin. Yeah, and that's the thing, is like, um, Mike Tomlin is the, is the type of coach who, like, I don't care how good you are. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't know about that. Mr. TikTok himself and Antonio Brown stuff. He he let a lot slide with them. Oh, Antonio Brown happened after. Okay. Well, after. When when did he have those drop issues? Was and it both, Anto- the beginning of the and season? And both Antonio Brown and Juju, that's off the field distractions where it's like this is like you're hurting us on the field. I would rather have someone do that than Mr. TikTok dancing everywhere. Listen. Okay, old man. You gotta get those TikTokers, right? All Deontay's drops, though, they came like throughout the season. It was sporadic. It would be one game, it would be okay. The next game, it would be terrible. Yeah, I was just looking at like his snap percentages, and it was just like week three through six where it was terrible, like under thirty percent in one game. Uh, the other one was under ten percent, but then after that, it was like. Back up to like in the eighties, ninety percent snap percentage. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. He's the one because Claypool had his blow up early in the season, and then at the end, he was kind of you couldn't start him. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely not drafting Claypool. Like a lot of people are super high on him. Um, like, where did he go in the dynasty draft that we just did or that we're doing? Seventh, eighth round. He went pretty. He went like right with Juju and like a, all three of those guys like felt too, like so. went yeah. Oh, yeah. together. It was like around Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, yeah. Mike Evans, Kenny Galladay. Man, so I don't know. I don't. Well, that's a perfect segue actually, though. So we're gonna go to uh, most overhyped players going into this season, specifically for fantasy. Claypool is definitely someone that you could talk about there, just because. I don't know. He had those blow up weeks to start out, and then people remember that for some reason, not the not what happened following. So, who's someone that's overhyped that you will not be taking? CD Lamb. I'll smack your face off. <laughs> <laughs> no, let, let me let me think about it a little bit. Overhyped. Um, I don't necessarily know if this is overhyped. I just think he's going to go earlier this year. Might even be kind of in that Lamar Jackson territory from last year. I'm going to say Josh Allen because yeah. I think he'll be the second quarterback off the board behind Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And I just I, I think it's not going to be enough value because he's going to have to replicate last year, if not do better. So I think he's going to be a little overhyped. Yeah, I, I think he'll still be valuable, but I just don't. Not where he's going to be drafted. No, because I think he'll be in the top four rounds easily. Mm-hmm. So, uh, to, for me, I'll, I'll probably go with Aaron Jones, just because he's going uh, in that like after the first tier of running backs. So still pretty early. Um, but I don't know, man. W- without having Aaron Rodgers there, you just don't know about that offense. And I wouldn't want to risk getting a a player where you don't know what that offense is going to be like. So at this point, that I, early too. I think it's ten percent that Aaron Rodgers goes ever goes back to Green Bay. But if he was, then you would would you back off that overhyped for for Jones? I think with Aaron Rodgers, I think he's overhyped. You I think, think without him, I think I'd be willing to go after him because they're going to have to supplement somehow. 
You don't think there will be stack boxes? Yeah, that that's what I was going to say. Like, if it's Jordan not Love. Not if you still have Devontae Adams and he can find a connection there. But yeah, then, but that's but, another player I'd go could possibly be overhyped. If, it, it would almost be like the argument we were having with a, like A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. Like It would have been like A.J. Brown last year facing double coverage. Like... Uh, Devontae's going to be seeing a lot of double coverages. I bet he saw a lot last year. <laughs> yeah, but he also had a better but quarterback. But Rodgers. Rodgers yeah. is going to hit the open man. Uh, so, yeah, with Jordan Love, I just don't... Uh, it's just iffy. I just always remember that video of him throwing the ball into that, like, or trying to throw the ball into that little uh, basket or whatever, the net. Huh. And just missing terribly. Well, I don't know. There was like one day last week where it was like the report on... No, that he was killing it? Well, no. The first, the day before it was that it was they were doing red zone work and he could not get a touchdown at all. Mm-hmm. And then the next day he was just completely killing it in like two minute drives. And just like hitting everybody and everything. Yeah, I, so I, I saw one where he did like a 70 yard drive in the two minute... Mm-hmm. For a touchdown, so it's like the potential's there, but it's also like you don't want to risk. Yeah, he's a second year. Your guy. second round pick, like for me, I, with my second round pick at running back or any any person in the second round, like I want somebody that's gonna produce every week. Yeah, I see with Rodgers there, I have no problem with Aaron Jones. Yeah, um, but. Devontae Adams, I don't think he's overhyped at this point because I think people are scared of him. Mm-hmm. So, But it's like, I think I did the research in 2017 was the year that like Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone and only played like five games. Uh, Adams still finished as the wide receiver 13. So obviously it's not the Adams that you're accustomed yeah. to getting, but he's still, still, he's still good, good, op- good receiver, yeah. obviously. So, but... He falls into that like third round. Yeah, he more. He went in the third round in the draft that we're doing right now. Uh, in the draft that I did before this, he went in, like the fourth or fifth. These are all dynasty, by the way. So. Yeah, dynasty. Uh, but, but like I know, like who wouldn't who wouldn't take an option on a basically number one overall receiver? He was the number one, and he still missed like three or four games. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who else is overhyped going into this year? Hmm. You know what? A, a player that I feel like is a little overhyped or, or getting drafted like pretty high and we don't know is Cam Akers. Yeah, I'm kind of on the hype train. Yeah. Um, and I, I understand. I like him. There's some scariness to it. There's... It's a lot of those young guys like Swift, Akers, the guys that have been one year, J.K. Dobbins. Mm-hmm. There's some hype around all of them. It's like, do you buy into it? That's the thing. It's just like a lot of it goes into because most of these guys are going to go second, third round. And it's like if the hype pays off, then you have a potential league winner in one of these guys. But if it doesn't. It could very well submarine your whole team. So, but I would take one of those guys over Zeke, though. Over Zeke, I oh. think so. See, like that—that's where I'm a little different. Where uh, I would—I would take Zeke. I would take Zeke over Acres, 
Over Swift, I don't think so. Over Dobbins, I don't think so. For redraft, I'm taking Zeke over all of them. Yeah. Uh, Especially with a with a healthy deck, like I would like to think it can flip around. I it's think he tough. still finished running back seven last year. Did he really? Yes. Oh. Overall, and I, mainly was because of with Dak when those first few weeks he was averaging something crazy like sixteen points per game in the games that Dak was there. So I think there's still a lot to go into Zeke, but I don't know. It's just I'm saying that now, but if it's like late first rounder and I have Cam Akers there in Zeke my tune might change we'll yeah. see uh, No, and the reason I bring up Akers is just because he had like uh, what like four week span where he was getting a ton of work and he looked pretty productive but he still wasn't like a top 15 back even in those weeks like I think there was a couple weeks where he was but yeah it's like but like in that span I think uh, like he's he was still like an average back. Yeah, so it's just it's, it's so, hard to say. So it's like you, you're taking a risk. You're taking a pretty big risk. I mean, doesn't mean it's not worth it. But mm-hmm. uh, would you guys say going into redraft, Kyle Pitts, a little overhyped? I was gonna say that as a rookie, yeah. Just knowing the history behind it, yeah. In in redraft, I'm definitely not taking pits right away. Like I'm not taking them over. I don't think I'm taking them over Hawkinson. You're sitting there. You need a tight end. Fant and Pitts are there. Who are you taking? I uh, see that. That's where it gets tough. I would probably take Pitts over Fant, just because there's no Julio in Atlanta. I was about to, that's what I was thinking. With Julio gone, it kind of increases his likelihood of being able to break that curse i mean this is me personally speaking i have hawkinson a little bit higher um so pitts and mark andrews are sitting there uh because i think i like hawkinson more than andrews yeah for, for me hawkinson's number four and then andrews yeah so fuck that that's a good one right there um it's just a risk reward one. I'm there. I'm I'm going pits on this one too, just because they brought in we- or they brought in supposed supposed weapons in uh, Baltimore, so you know they're trying to get the receivers involved, um, and I think Bateman takes away some red zone targets from Andrews, so yeah, I don't know. That's that's <laughs> I think tough. I would do a Pitts over Andrews. So we're looking at Pitts more of that tight end five for redraft. Yeah, it's a little scary for a rookie, but I know the hype. Like, is, we're the saying hype is overhyped, real, but that's that's pretty. <laughs> it's it's up there right now. So, hey, anybody else that you think? I don't know. A little overhyped. Trying to think. Uh, I, I don't I'm gonna say it no I this has been an ongoing thing it's Jonathan Taylor overhyped overhyped, overhyped? Yeah, I dog. think so because people are talking about taking him over Saquon and you know over Alvin Kamara and stuff like this and it's like yes he was you know the running back four overall I think last year 
But a lot of that came at that end of the season where he had that just great schedule to finish it off. I'm not saying he's not going to be good. I think he will be good. But if I'm not taking him over Saquon, Elvin Kamara, Delvin Cook, Derrick Henry. I'm not taking him over any of those guys. So it's like, and that's where people are talking about him going. So I don't know. In a, in a dynasty, it's it, it's tough. Like I would take Alvin over over him. Cook, I don't think so. Just because of the the injuries, like past injuries. He's in his second second contract already too, right? I think he just got his. Dalvin. Last year, I think him and Alvin both got paid last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. That's that's personally for me. Is just like I just where he's going. I'm not gonna touch him. What about a uh, Christian McCaffrey? Being the number one guy, not not playing last year, not knowing what you're getting back. No, because those games that he played last year, even the one he came back for, he was fantastic. So it it just sucked that Sam Donald he got hurt again. He had Teddy Bridgewater there last year. It's not really a big deal to me. Yeah, I I think the the biggest concern is just uh, hoping he stays healthy. I think it will. I think, you know, it's just hard with last year being the COVID season. No real training camp, no preseason. You just saw a lot more injuries. I mean, it could still happen this year, but Literally, I all expect the him to. That way. I, guess, I, I think he'll be fine. I think he's going to come back and produce. I was trying to trade Chowder for McCaffrey. Yeah. Oh. He, okay. he offered straight up Saquon for part <laughs> Saquon for Because he had him McCaffrey. on the blocks. So I was just like. Just throw it out there real shoot quick. your shot. <laughs> uh, I, I'd be happy with either. And let's, let's, I'm going to be honest here. I am overhyping CD. I have full belief in CD, though. <laughs> this is just we me. I, he's my favorite receiver out of the last, like, four or five drafts. So, is there a reason why you're flexing on us over there? Cause I know. CD, man. <laughs> I, mean, I think... Call him overhyped again. See if I'll reach across this table. He's overhyped. overhyped. Oh, damn it. Alright, so your boy just drafted Josh Reynolds. Derek. I'm getting I'm getting a death glare from Pablo right now. Hey. Since I just woke him up from flexing. Uh but <laughs> Josh Reynolds off the board last oh and Tim Patrick. Um, last pick. So yeah, Dynasty. We have a Dynasty Superflex going right now. We're trying to get more into that, you know, so we can know a little bit more about every type of league there um, is. So yeah, th- this is the first year that I got into Superflex, and it's it's different. Yeah, so we're trying to give you guys the most accurate advice we can, and these leagues are helping us do that. So yeah, weird, weird to see six quarterbacks go off the board right away. Yeah. It's much different than usual. Uh, but anyways, unless there's anybody over hype that you want to bring up. It's just hard to know without seeing like an average draft position for them in the regular leagues. And it's they're like there, there is, not there much is right an now. ADP right now, but I don't want to see it here in June. Yeah. I yeah. want to see it more in August. And we'll bring you that in August. But yeah, it's just like. Yeah. I feel like right now it's more like dynasty time. 
and then redraft is closer to the season. Yeah, next month we'll probably see a little bit more going on, but until then, you know, we just gotta kind of, kind of wait and see and see who's just being overhyped by talk and and all this right now. So uh, I know, like like a lot of players were getting uh, hype off of OTAs, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm seeing a lot of that. Uh, people are already predicting Javante Williams starting Week One. Uh-huh. I love Javante, but I don't know if I necessarily see that happening. Yeah, I don't think he'll start week one. I think closer to the end of the season, he'll definitely get a a heftier role. Mm-hmm. How much did Denver invest into? Trade it up early second. No, for uh, Melvin Gordon. This is his last year. Yeah. So, okay. So. Two-year deal. What it was like twenty five mil, wasn't it? I think it was like eighteen. Eighteen. It was a good amount, though. Yeah. I'm just curious what his hit this year was, but sixteen, eighteen, something like that. Um. So yeah, we'll have to wait and see on that. But anyways, we're gonna go ahead and get to a keep trade cut segment. And you just brought up over and overhyped. You brought up Cam Akers, and then we brought up second year running back. So. Keep trade cut, Cam oh. Akers, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins. Oh. All right, this is gonna be interesting. I think we, I think everybody at this point just absolutely like loves and adores the 2020 draft class. That's really where we're at right now. Like, I'm not, I'm not on that train yet. No, I keep telling Derek they gotta prove it to me. A lot of them are riding a couple games, half season type deal. It's coming from the guy who drafted Devontae Smith in the third round. Uh, <laughs> hey, he <laughs> wasn't the third round. Get off! But of as that. your Settle wide down. receiver one, but he doesn't have to prove it. Why? Because he's an eagle. No, anyways, he does have to keep prove trade it. cut. When, when Chowder's here is the Fly Eagles Fly podcast. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, so. oh, they gotta prove it. But guess what? He took him over Amari Cooper. He took him over Mike <laughs> Evans. You know, those guys have proved it. And but, it's a dynasty league. It's all you. Oh, but they don't have to prove it? Uh, okay. Oh, Double goodness. standards unless it's oh. an eagle. All right. <laughs> Rightio. All right. I'd um, keep Swift. I would trade JK. And I'm cutting Cam. I I feel like I'm, I'm cutting Cam. I'm two, keeping... Two cuts for Cam? I'm keeping JK... And trading Swift, because what you could get for Swift, would, or, I'm I'm cutting Swift then, cutting. and trading trading Cam. I mean, I because you could you could get a lot for Cam. I might be on the same boat. You know how much I love Swift, but like I yeah Cam right just now. I think you could I think you could just get more for Cam because I think he's gonna be the first one off the board out of these three. Yeah. So I think I would trade Cam. Nope, I'm keeping Swift. Cutting, <laughs> cutting JK. Cutting JK. I, yeah, I hate to say it, but I just, I just love Swift. Man, I, I, I hated trading you, JK. I hated it. You hated it. I know you did. I kind of hated trading J- Joe Mixon. I don't know why. No, I, I, I'm not the biggest Mixon guy, but it felt what? weird. You are the biggest Mixon guy. I was fan. a couple years the, ago. The past two years, you've been all about Joe Mixon. Yeah, and he's hurt me. That's someone <laughs> he's I cut like. Me I've, deep. I've been on the Mixon he's, side, too. He's cut me deep the last two years. I've been the big fan, and he's just done nothing. So, but yeah. 
Swift and JK I have on my on that Dynasty League. So I mean I'm happy with that. Oh, and CD of course. Okay, that one was tough. I had that I had it. You know, I can't go easy on you guys. Swift, man. I I would cut Swift. Yeah, it's hard because it's like Swift right now. Probably isn't. In terms of redraft, in the best position, just because they have the worst offense out of the three. But but they have a good offensive line. Just because they got Penny Sewell doesn't necessarily mean they have a good offense. They they have a better above average. I think they get overlooked because they, they're Detroit. Yeah, I hope Goff leads Detroit to a better record than the Rams. Like uh, D- Detroit's offensive line is better than uh, the Rams' offensive line. To, to me I'm I, not gonna argue that So it's like Cam Akers you're, you're expecting him to Put up these crazy numbers uh, When Is he in a better situation than Swift? No cause I'd expect them to be passing Quite a bit there with Stafford That's the reason why you brought him yeah. on But with the defense they could be a running team But Stafford Stafford is in a He's going to be Stafford, and he's going to get his receivers involved. But you He's a bomber. I can't wait to see him throw there. I, I, I'm not necessarily worried, but I also think Jamal Williams is a better backup than D'Angelo Henderson. So I think that pops into the factor, too. And Yeah. Trying know, to keep guys healthy. Yeah, and I think the Rams will be playing with the lead more, so they'll, have, they'll be running more. But Swift is a really great receiver, and, you know, he'll, they don't have many targets there, so... Put them out at There's a lot here. that can happen. Yeah, that one's tough. Good one there, Derek. Good one. Why, thank you. Um, <laughs> let me go with uh, keep trade cut with some receivers. We'll go uh, DJ Moore, Chris Godwin, and Keenan Allen. Godwin. What you, what you gonna do? Allen and DJ Moore. I am going to... They're all kind of going in like the same area, like in, in drafts. I'm going to keep Keenan. I'm a... I think Derek's going to do the same thing I would do. I don't know. I'm trying to think who would give me more value. I'm going to... Trade Godwin. I'm going to cut DJ. You know what? In, I think in like three leagues that I'm in, I've seen uh, Godwin on the trade block on all three of the leagues. Nothing's happened, though. People don't know what to do with him. He's playing on a franchise tag. He's playing in Tampa Bay where there's a lot of people there. But he's still like 24. So... uh... Yeah, I'm, a, I'm sticking with my in redraft. If it was dynasty, I'd, I'd say otherwise. Yeah, I'd, I'd keep Keenan Allen too. Yeah. That that for sure is a keeper. But I think I'd trade DJ more. You think you I could get do. more? I, four more. I feel like it'd be easier to trade him, it, and you you could probably get around the same like for both of them. But it'd be easier to. To sell him than someone that has fucking three receivers that are solid around him. 
Yeah, it's just like hard because it's like Godwin has three receivers around him, but has Tom Brady, mm-hmm. where DJ Moore is the number one, but with Sam Darnold. So uh, yeah, there's there's a lot going on there. Uh, but yeah, I, I can't blame you for that. I think you could get more out of more too. I think I need to go get a team with. DJ Elijah and Rondell and just have the more squad. Just be more. <laughs> just be, be more. more. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that. I mean, we're all keeping Keenan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's solid, man. He's... And and Herbert is just gonna get better. They got him a little bit of help on the O line this year. Um, they should have hopefully Eckler back. Yeah, a healthy equity. Uh, yeah, um, like fuck, man. Keenan Allen's gonna eat. Gonna eat. So um, yeah, Keenan Allen keeping him. How about a quarterback one? Uh, do you have one chowder? I was thinking. No, I was thinking like a Kyler, a Dak, and a Rogers. Oh, what? I'm cutting Rogers just because I have no idea about him. <laughs> if you know, so let's. Hypothetically, he's playing in Green Bay again. Playing in Green Bay, okay. Since right now that's the only place we know he could play again. Dang, that's a tough one then. Kyler, I'm trading. I'm keeping Dak. Fuck, I'm gonna cut Rodgers. That might be where I'm at too. I still might cut Rodgers. Yeah. Give me that same exact one. <laughs> I I just feel like Dak. Uh, the defense is shit. Or, I don't know, they drafted players. So they might not be shit. <laughs> but, uh, to me, they're still shit. So they're going to be throwing the ball like fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like Dak is going to have close to what he was doing last year. I think, or maybe even better. And then rocking Jordans. Yeah. Okay. While it. doing it. Got a good one. What if Rodgers is going to Denver? Does that change your opinion? Oh, damn. Yes, because I'm a Broncos fan. Take that out <laughs> of it. But does that change anything? Because. <laughs> I, I, I still think. I think I'm doing the same still. Either same way. Yeah. I, I, if it was our, like. Home, or of our home league redraft, then I'm trading Rodgers because I know someone <laughs> someone's gonna overpay for him. So. Yeah, I, I was gonna but, say, or I, I would probably trade Rodgers for that same reason. And uh, but I don't know if I could Kyler. cut Kyler. Fuck, I know. I, I mean, I have him as my quarterback too for a reason, so I don't know if I can cut Kyler. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick with cutting Rodgers. Yeah, you got to keep Dak though. I think I'm trading Dak, keeping Kyler. Mr. Rogers getting cut. Okay. I just... I feel like you could get more for Dak out of a trade. People are really hyped on him this year. I don't know. I feel like he's like a mixed... Like, people are either hyped on him or overlooking him. It's kind of how Murray is, too. You got the people who hate Murray. (coughs) Chris. Me. Uh, And Chowder. Yeah, they both... Even though I'd still take him as a quarterback. I don't know why you guys hate on him. 
Yeah, there's a dead silence and a look on your face because you can't explain why you hate him. I, I can't. I, there's just a, there's a weird... It's because like, he's little. It's this, he's no, short. this is the league all over again. He's a height supremacist. <laughs> Damn. A height supremacist? Yeah. High, no. high power. <laughs> Damn. Height supremacist. If you haven't watched the league, go watch it. It's such a great show. Uh, it's on Hulu, so go check it out. Um, but yeah, the, he's I, I don't know on that one. That's such that was a tough one. What about a tight end one? Tight end. Go middle of the pack. Go with that. Uh, let's go with Goddard. Who's who's also there? Gesicki. Um, Goddard Gesicki. There's another one that should, should be do Fat, Irv Smith. I think Tanyan. I don't think Fat. I think everyone's gonna. I think there's a tear break after Fat. So, Goddard, Kasiki. Uh, I feel like Irv, Logan Thomas, Tanyan. Just, okay, just name three of those guys. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm putting them out there. Yeah, don't. This is your. We'll go. We'll go. Irv, Irv. So Goddard, Gasicki, and Irv. Uh huh. Do I really have to do this? Because we know you're keeping Goddard. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's. I just wanted to throw an evil. I think in if you did uh, Kelsey Kittle and Goddard, he would keep Goddard. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. Uh, I would trade Goddard. <laughs> Let's see. I would trade Gusecki and I'd just cut Mr. Smith. I, I, For me, I, I feel like I'd trade Goddard. Because you could probably get more for him. Gusecki's kind of hard to sell just because they, they just drafted another tight end. Um, yeah, I'm going go, to go, a I'm go surprising. I'm going Irv. Keeping Irv. Trading Goddard. Cutting Gasicki because I've already said I don't believe in Tua. Yeah, I I was kind of heading in that same direction. Um, and Irv Irv Smith like, uh, there's been reports where he's not gonna have a bigger role this year than he did last year. I don't buy that. Like, how I can know, he not have well, a bigger role? Well, to to me, I'm how like, could you expand the role? Rudolph is gone, so you expand it. He's automatically the third receiving option. I mean, fourth if you throw in Cook, but mm-hmm. still. No, I, I, I think I think I'm in the same boat that you're in. Uh, keeping Irv, trading, uh, Goddard, cutting Gasicki. How do you think Kirk is feeling right now? Not only that they were planning on taking Justin Fields, but they also called up to Carolina to see. They could trade up to that spot to take Fields. Uh, like, how shit. do you like that? <laughs> He's gonna do the double double check on no, people I, this year. I think that that tells them a lot, though, that they're looking to. They're not satisfied with. Yeah, they, they're looking to go elsewhere. Not when you're paying a quarterback the first fully guaranteed contract. Yeah, like, I I do think they were expecting more out of. He hasn't uh, been terrible cousins. though. I know he's been middle of the pack quarterback. Uh, yeah. And that's better than 
a lot of franchises can say. Better than our Broncos could say. Listen, when Trevor Simeon's been the best quarterback that we've had in the last five years, yeah. Yeah. You don't think we'll Locke's take better? Huh? Locke's not better than Simeon? Not last year. That was awful. He did say he had a good day today in practice, okay? His best day so far. Said he was dialed in. <laughs> dialed in. That's the thing with Locke, though. Is like I swear there's games where he throws a touchdown and he gets this confidence. And then he just balls out. Yeah. But if he doesn't get that confidence, it's going to be an awful game. Um, there's quite a few catches last year that I saw that the wide receivers bailed him out and just made epic plays too. It happens. It happens to all the quarterbacks. It does. <laughs> Odell made his living off of one, so we didn't even mention Odell and Jarvis and the tandems. That's I don't even one. Consider it though. That's one that They're you not could even get healthy. That's one you could get in in your if like you draft two tandems. I don't want that. Or, tandem. or, or I don't a want receiver that tandem. One, I don't even know if I want one. I don't Ooh. like Odell because he I'm, can't stay healthy. I'm getting Odell in like almost all my leagues. Josh yeah. Burgess is trying to trade him in our uh, other dynasty. Yeah, if you want to go grab him there, go ahead. I'm trying to trade <laughs> Kirk Cousins for him. I don't really, I don't really want to grab him, but when you could get you a, you just said you want him in every league. No, I'm saying that I, I have been getting him in like all my leagues. Well, then go get him. I don't want to. I don't want to go trade for him. If I could get him late. If I could get a potential number one target in a team, late as fuck, why not? It just because not all number one targets are built equally. There's a sketchy thing about the Browns being better without him. When when you could get a number one target, you could be, better without him. You could go get Devonte Parker. That's a number one target. I would I would take Odell over Parker. Yeah, that's ugly. Either way that you see it. <laughs> no, Derek. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. No. Ba- Baker Mayfield is better than Tua. Yeah. Yeah. But no. I and and I I do feel like his numbers were kind of skewed last year too. What 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 did Baker finish last year? Uh, Let's see. Fantasy. Uh huh. Probably very middle of the pack. I think I know why. We're watching like highlights from 2017. That's where we've gone on YouTube. So no, I think no, no. he saw one of Odell's catches from 2017. <laughs> so he's like really hype about him right now. One of the, this is old Hugo. This is not current. So there's just nothing about Odell that's appealing. So he finished QB 18. Is this also why that you went and picked up Plaxico Burris? You've been watching too much YouTube. <laughs> oh, he shot so, today. so so he finished QB 18, and. He it's not, had It's not great, Bob. Son, he had three fucking games. The fucking terrible weather games where they had like forty mile an hour winds. Odell was already gone. In a row. Odell was already gone by that point. So irrelevant. No, very relevant. Irrelevant. I th- I, I think he could he, Baker could have been a top ten quarterback. No, he couldn't have, man. He could have. No. Give him give him three fucking games where he actually got to throw the ball. I don't necessarily know. I'm not saying like Odell is very talented, but to his point over here, like the thing is when Odell's there, Baker feels the need to force it to Odell. I don't care. And when... that makes him and the team overall worse. 
When Baker he gets emotional when he doesn't get the ball and it just brings everybody else down. When Baker had games where he had 39 attempts, 37 attempts, 47 attempts, 53 attempts, passing attempts. Okay. I like that. It's a lot of attempts. Doesn't necessarily mean there's good things. Pat Ryan has a lot of but, attempts too. Yeah. But, but, they but, have a much better defense. Um, they have a, one of the best, if not the best, run game in the league. That this is true, but I'm taking a shot. I'm taking a shot on OBJ. I like Cream Hunt better than OBJ. Well, of course, it's a different position. <laughs> but no, he's the backup running back, and Let I me... would take him over OBJ. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. I'm I'm guys, just looking at who 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 is guys, getting drafted around the time OBJ gets drafted. You guys keep talking. I gotta think of something real quick. Oh shit! I can see the steam coming from his head. Well, all right. Hold on. I'll do one. We'll just keep it in the AFC North. Uh, keep trade cut. Chase Claypool. Odell Beckham. Hollywood Brown. Cut in Hollywood. Trading Claypool, keeping OBJ. Oh my God. Okay, let me think of a better one then. Since you're just freaking fanboying. Well, I don't even think I can. You you could get shit for Claypool. What what are you gonna get for Odell? This just in. Trading it. This just in. Hugo just took off his hat and he has uh, the (laughs) the frosted tips. So he's all full OBJ over here. (laughs) I got the I got the Justin Timberlake freaking in sync over here. Pablo got to me, man. (laughs) Pablo's been telling me about the Browns. (laughs) No, but seriously, you could get more for Claypool than you could for either of either of the three receivers. That's why. Could you not? Okay, that's why I'm thinking of a Hollywood Brown. Thinking of a better one. Give me. What would you have done? Probably the same because that was probably a bad one because Hollywood's yeah, been bitch. nothing. Whoa! Oh, wow, wow! That felt very unnecessary. <laughs> With my insane care, leave me alone. You watch your mouth. Leave Brittany alone. You guys keep talking. <laughs> no, but all right. So, like in this uh, dynasty dynasty league that we're uh, in right now, the receivers drafted around him are. Rookies, which were Curtis Samuel, Rashad not, Bateman. Definitely not a rookie. Or Rashad Bateman, Rondell Moore. Okay, Curtis Samuel. I would take uh, Rashad Bateman over in Odell. Not in redraft. Not in redraft. In dynasty. In dynasty. Uh, I would take Curtis Samuel over Odell in redraft. Well, Curtis Samuel actually went the round... A complete round after, so it would have been Thielen, Pittman. Thielen, Pittman, Elijah, and Rondell. Bateman. I felt like you just threw five names out of us. Well, those were like in the order. The receivers drafted before him and after him. I'm like trying to think because I was like thinking Robert Woods, but I'd for sure take Robert Woods over Odell. I would for sure take Adam Thielen over Odell. Yeah, Robert Woods also got drafted two rounds before. Yeah, there's not really people to compare Odell to, especially as your number one option. Um, He's the number one option for a team, but he's not better than some teams' number twos at this point. Would you take Kenny Galladay, DJ Chark? 
both of them over Odell. Juju Smith-Schuster. I would take him over Odell. I would take Odell. You would take Odell over Juju? Yeah. Just because of the quarterback? Tyler Lockett. Just because the quarterback and just like the fact that I feel like Odell will have a couple big games. I think he'll be very inconsistent, but... All I was saying is I'm taking this dude in the middle of the <laughs> fucking draft. Because of I, I get what you're he, saying, he has yes. potential number one receiver. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. You're taking him where? He has a low-end wide receiver one. You're saying that's his ceiling? Is he could be a, a that, that's 10 to 12 receiver? Because you're high. Have you been hanging okay. out with Chris? Because that's just... <laughs> wide, wide receiver two. Because, no, he wouldn't be wide receiver Thank one. you. A, a wide receiver two. <laughs> but you're getting him in, like, what what round? Fucking... Let me see. Okay, let's go. Okay, here we go. Especially because Chowder's here. And you're he's getting like, round nine, he's ten. Like, you're not proofing until you're in year six. Uh, <laughs> would you take Jamar Chase or Odell? Redraft. Uh, Chase. I'm taking Chase easily. Yeah, yeah that's so, easy, yeah. dog. I would. T. Higgins or Odell? Uh, T. Higgins. I see Odell's just not. And you're trying to. Oh, he could be a wide receiver six. No, he can't. Not wide receiver six. He, he could be a wide receiver two for your team. He could be a wide receiver six. And you're getting him round 10. I see what you're saying, though. I agree with you, though. I don't. You could get him late, and he's, his, his ceiling is a lot better than other players you're getting there. And in a redraft? Like, you're looking to win this year. Yeah, but it's like if he's Odell from the last two years, he's just clogging up your roster because you're not cutting him <laughs> and you're not starting him. Oh, okay, you're, you're not cutting him. him but you're, if You're not trading him either. That's the thing is no one's going <laughs> to trade for him. He's clogging a spot. Why is this the Odell Beckham show now? I don't know, you <laughs> frosted tips asshole. I'm going to go do my hair like that now. I feel like you have the, what the better option. Cause your hair moves, huh? I mean, or, your hair. No, yeah, I couldn't do the frosted tips. I, Mine's too long for that. I got frosted tips, but not, <laughs> not up top. <laughs> you got the the ramen down there. <laughs> got the ramen going. Uh, but, oh, oh, let's get out of here on the ramen. Let's end it That's on the ramen. So Oh. It's, or is it so good? It's good. Okay. It's so good, it's bad. <laughs> Any last thoughts that we uh, we can go with here? Julio Jones is in a better situation Wrong. Tennessee Wrong. than anyone else. Than anyone else? Okay, he's better than freaking... Uh, than anywhere else. Anywhere else is what I meant. meant. Definitely not. Definitely what I meant. So he's better in Tennessee than he would be in Kansas City? Yes. I'm no, just going to have, no. have Chowder's back. <laughs> no, obviously not. But Kansas City can't afford Julio, so shut up. Realistic places where he could have landed, he landed in the best spot for Arizona? Him. He couldn't land there. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins was talking about taking a pay cut. Oh, my goodness. It's not going to happen. He just cried about wanting more pay. Seattle? Houston. Seattle couldn't afford him. There's a lot of better spots he could he could have stayed in Atlanta and been a better spot, but nah. I don't think Seattle's better. You got Metcalf and Lockett there. Uh, he'd take over Lockett number two for sure. 
I still think Lockett gets more targets than. Anyways. Yeah. That's my last thought. That's a terrible last thought, but. All right, so we're gonna say what the the trivia answer was since nobody knows. Nobody knows. Money can't buy knives. Money can't buy knives. This is true. This is a fact. Uh, Everyone knows this. If you watch the first Ninja Turtles movie, it's also money can't buy honor. Uh, so that would have been another option. But in <laughs> in the movie Surf Ninjas, they find this uh, hidden treasure, and one of them is a knife. And they say, this is a priceless thing that money can't buy. And Rob Schneider says, oh, yeah, because money can't buy knives. And that's the running joke. It's a lot funnier if you watch the movie because this just sounds yeah, terrible. It's just from me, us Hector, and Derek that yeah. have watched this movie. So. Uh, there was one guy in our Spanish class. Oh, yeah. yeah he, he saw it, but. <laughs> he would have gotten the trivia question. I'm not even sure that he is real. We might have we made him up. Uh, Imaginary friends? Maybe. Shout out Hardcore Strong. Uh, they're not imaginary. Yeah, shout out. Uh, we'll, we'll bring some more uh, trivia questions that you could probably answer and mm-hmm. win yourself a t-shirt. Win yourself something from Hardcore Strong. Yeah, win something. Uh, but You got a trivia question? I could probably look up some real quick. Do it, do it, do it. Uh, is it just, are we doing fantasy or do I just go just anything? Whatever floats your boat, Derek. We'll keep talking while I think of something. I'm trying to think of something to help him out. <laughs> Trivia-wise, Chris will probably... Well, it's like... It's just hard because it's like most of these things people can Google. Yeah. Uh, so... Okay, trivia question. How do you pronounce G-I-F? <laughs> <laughs> No one's going to get this right. Nobody's going to ever get it right. (laughs) Nobody knows. Hit us up and let us know. Um, Uh, How about... um, If they... they, What? I got one. In the cartoon version of the Ninja Turtles back in the 80s, who was the voice of Shredder? That's going to be the trivia question I'm going to leave you on. Uh, since we just brought up Ninja Turtles but other than that I got nothing else uh, shout out to uh, Hefty Bags shout out to Hogan's <laughs> Beef ha- or sh- Hogan's, Hogan's Beef <laughs> I don't know why I, why I thought of beef he's a beefy guy uh, I don't know I thought Hogan's Beach I House I was like damn did you get us an RV sponsorship because we got the meats uh, but We'll be back. We'll be back next week. Um, I don't know what yet, but we're gonna do a dream team next week. I just feel it. I feel it in my loins. Uh, <coughs> feel it in the plums. Meant in your plums. Meant to say bones, but feel it in my loins too. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> your underpants and my underpants, my undies. Um, but all right, we're gonna get out of here because this is just. We'll see if Chris could make it. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> he we'll might see. get high. He might get high. Uh, we'll see if Hector can make it. Who knows? Maybe Chow Chow will be back in the seat. We don't know. I like having Chow Chow here. We'll find out. I'm starting to get comfy. <laughs> I just don't know. It's like no matter who's in the seat, no one agrees with me. I could say something that's 100% factual and you guys will all team up and say... Like what, Derek? I can say, say, the, like I can say the sky is blue and you freaking idiots will all be like, No, it's not. 
Well, it kind of blew. Oh my god. <laughs> well, it's because right now it's like a hazy, like I don't know if you can even see the sky. And also, like, how do you know that your blue is actually blue? Like, what if my blue is green? What if we're all colorblind and there's only one person that sees everything the true color? Yeah. What if, like, when you're looking at the screen right now, and the grass is green, but to you, it looks, it, it, the color is actually yellow. <laughs> this is some very intellectual conversation right now. So, long story short, the sky is not blue. <laughs> it's whatever you think it is. <laughs> I promise people I'm going to try and bring some smarter people onto this podcast <laughs> I'm going to count I'm pretty smart I'm out of here Me only I'm going to just stay here I love you guys I guess I'm moving in <laughs> I'm out of here Peace